0: verse number 25 the 14th chapter of Luke verse 25 we're in a season and in a time where the enemy is unleashing some of his most divisive and deceptive weapons they've already begun to hit but they're going to continue to come It's going to be imperative that as a believer, you're planted. Amen. It's going to be imperative as a believer, you're anchored. Amen. It's going to be imperative as a believer that you have a foundation that is sure. Because we as believers have been and will continue to be tried. Amen. And they are literally people who are walking away from Jesus but not walking away from pulpits. They're still preaching but they're not walking with Jesus because you can do that with a gift. There are people who are walking away from Jesus but not walking away from church. They're still in church but they're not walking with him and a lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't understand what it is that we're fighting and facing and we don't understand the necessity of being developed as a disciple amen we must be developed as disciples and we must understand what the lord says about discipleship amen church doesn't grow by how many people we can get to it to come for two and a half hours on sunday we don't we 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 are not going to be rewarded for getting for making people come to church for one one time a week for two and a half hours we will be rewarded for making people disciples Amen. Um, Luke chapter 14, verse number 25. I, I love this verse because the contradictions that begin to stand out immediately. Verse 25 says, and there went great multitudes unto him, him being Jesus. And he turned. In other words, he turned back to those who were behind him. And he said unto them, verse 26, if any man come to me and hate not his father, this is a very controversial statement of the Lord, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yeah, and his own life also, he cannot, everybody say cannot, Cannot. be my disciple. He may want to be, but he cannot. It's not permitted. He's not saying these people won't want to be disciples. He said it just won't be permitted. Amen. Verse 27. And whosoever doth not bear his cross. And come after me. He cannot. Everybody say cannot. Be my disciple. Not that he won't want to. But he just won't be. He just won't be permitted. He just won't have permission. Uh, Skip on. I've dealt with 28 through and I want to another day but I'm I'm not going to hit that today but skip to 31 verse 31. He's still dealing with the same flow and principle and truth that I don't believe we want to embrace in this western Christian culture that has made the kingdom like cotton candy it's not cotton candy it's not everything isn't sweet um but if we go on down to verse 31, he's still dealing with discipleship. He says, or what king going to make war? Everybody say make war. Make war. Against another king, sitteth not down first, and consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. Or else while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth ambassadors and desi- desireth, conditions of peace he said look you you start to make war but when you see how many more are against you than are for you you begin to say you know what I'm not even gonna bother I ain't gonna say nothing I'm just gonna let them do what they are gonna do and I'm gonna make sure I do right myself you make peace with what it is you're supposed to be making war with he said if that be the case So likewise, whosoever be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot. Everybody say cannot. cannot. Not that you won't want to. You just can't. Be. Those are heavy words. Did y'all hear how heavy that was? I think we'll read it sometimes. And because we live in a culture that makes light of words, we don't understand the weight of the words that were just said by Jesus. He cannot be my disciple. I want to deal with that which disqualifies us from discipleship. Father, we thank you and we bless you right now that you would speak to us expressly, that you would love us by telling us truth that positions us to walk in your purpose and your promise. Lord God, be glorified on this morning. And we'll bless you for it. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. You may be seated. The Bible says in verse 25, and there went, watch this, and there went great multitudes with him. And these great multitudes that with him, The Bible describes that in this moment, he turns to the great crowd that is with him and he begins to talk to them about discipleship. Jesus literally turns around looking at a a humongous crowd, a, 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 a crowd that is enormous that is following him and he begins to expound on the standards that are necessary for them to be his disciple now you've got to understand the contradiction in that you've got to understand the the, the picture and, 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 and that right there we need to stop and we need to pause that should stand out right away because a disciple is a learner a disciple is a pupil and a disciple is a follower of one he looks at people behind him and begins to give them the standards they need to follow him what Jesus was saying was just because you're behind me doesn't mean that you're following me. That's what he's telling these people He because they think they're following him because they're behind him, but he turns around to set the record state straight. He said, I know you're behind me, but if you're going to follow me, if you're going to be my disciple, he begins to lay out all of these standards. What is the Lord helping us to understand in this? There are people who are behind Jesus. It's possible to be behind Jesus and yet not be following Jesus amen this is a season hear me brothers and sisters and this is a time we must begin to answer the question am I behind Jesus or am I following Jesus did y'all hear what I said me and you all must answer that question that question wasn't just to the people that were with him that day but his truth endures to every generation he sang that same word to us today. Are you behind me or are you following me? This is a season. Do you want the benefits of my name or are you following me? Do you want the blessings that come within the name of Jesus or are you following me? Because there is a difference and I am afraid that me and you are living in a time where there are many people in the church who are behind Jesus that are not following Jesus and how so the first thing that comes is "Oh, how apostle are you going to say that because when you're following somebody you don't decide where you're going who you're following does amen there are too many saints that believe they can follow and choose where they go I like a church that got good music if it ain't got good music I'm not going to that church I want a church with good children's church I want a church that don't keep you uh, in church all day long see we think we can choose church and follow either you're gonna be a chooser or a follower anybody ever if you've ever traveled in a in, 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 in a, a a line of cars if you travel in a line of cars you understand how to follow somebody Amen. You understand my assignment is to keep my eyes on the car ahead of me. Glory be to God. And if sometimes while you're following that individual on the highway, another car will get in between you and who you're following. And when that happens, you don't say, okay, because something got between me and who I'm following, I just ain't going to follow no more. Uh, But that's what happens in the church. What, what, What I do is... I recognize I have to look for an opportunity to get around what
1: got in between me and what I'm following to continue to follow until we get to where we're going.
0: But there are too many people that are trying to choose instead of follow. Amen. I don't choose my church. I follow God to my church. Amen. God chooses my church. Amen. And I'm afraid there's a lot of people in wrong churches because they chose what God didn't lead them to. Amen. And so now Christianity has become me coming to church on Sunday and I'm okay. Amen. When that's not biblical whatsoever. Jesus begins to expound on one of the greatest obstacles of following him. Amen. Amen. He begins right away to say, okay, let me deal with this one first. He starts, he deals with a lot of things that are obstacles to following him, but he hits this one because he knows that this obstacle is the greatest obstacle and the obstacle that people justify not following Jesus the most. One of the greatest obstacles of not following is family. Oh, I know I'm going to get in trouble right here because if it's because of my family, I'm not in church then i'm good so god said i'm gonna deal with this one first because sometimes our biggest idol is our family oh yeah i knew i wouldn't get too many amens on that i knew i wouldn't get too many amens look jesus looks at those behind him that are not following him and first and foremost addresses his family if any man come to me and hate not his father is that what it says and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yeah, and his own life. Also, he cannot, he may want to, but he cannot be my disciple. Jesus makes it clear that he's going to place demands on us or those who follow him to do things when their family wants to do other things. I know I, I'm, I knew I wouldn't get too many amen No, God said I, I know what plans you had with
1: your family but I'm telling you to do this Jesus will not change his purpose because we got a plan and that's why there's so many people behind Jesus that are not following Jesus because we believe our family plans can change and all
0: I knew, I, I knew this one wouldn't go well. Jesus is not always going to consider our family plans when he calls us to do something. He's going to call us in the times of prayer when our family wants to go on vacation. He's going to call us to fast at times our family wants to go out to eat. Glory be to God. He's going to call us into ministry times when the family wants to chill at the house.
1: And God said, if you're not willing to hate that, and when I say be there, then I don't care how much you want to be my disciple, you cannot.
0: I know it's tough. And it's the reason why we have so few followers. Contrary to popular Western Christian belief Jesus does not look at family
1: time the way we look at family time he doesn't have a high esteem for watching a movie together he does not have a high esteem for going to Disney World together he is not celebrating your family because you're doing that he's looking for families who can be fruitful multiply replenish the earth and subdue it That's why we have families
0: so he says I mean we think we've done good we'll take pictures places we take look at what we did as a family look at what we did as a family I value my family look at this and look at that there's no praise time with our family there's no prayer time with our family, amen, and we think that God is excited. He said, no, you cannot be my disciple, amen. He says, if you don't understand this, I don't care what you wanna do, you can You'll be behind me, but you will never follow me. This is the reason why people leave the church. This is the reason why people quit. This is the reason why people shut down commitments and walk away from assignments is because of family. Because I'm justified. I'm justified because of my family. You're taking away from my... People actually believe that God would rather have us bowling and hanging out at the beach than serving the Lord. We've actually gone so far, we really believe that. quiet so people quit and we see person after person quit and we just think well they just moved on and then we see them we see them on Facebook taking pictures here going there and like okay look here and, and, and giving God all the glory but they can't they can't they're just doing what they can because they can't be a disciple look at all that they have because they ain't going to church because they can't be a disciple they didn't quit they can't he that doesn't hate mother brother sister wife children for me i'm not considering what i'm telling you to do based on what your family wants you to do Mm. that's heavy ain't it amen because that's a reason to rebuke the pastor that's a reason to be mad at my leader because he wants me to take away from my family. No, I want you to lead your family. And the only way you can lead your family is living for God. Amen. Amen. Jesus goes on to say, whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Notice the order. Notice this. Bear your cross, then what? Come after me. In other words, don't try to come after me first. It ain't about going after God. Not first. It's about embracing sacrifice. First, if you are going, don't try to think you're going to go after me. You're going to run after me. You're going to hunger for me if you don't first say I'm going to live in sacrifice. I have to embrace sacrifice before I can come after him, run after him and be after him. In other words, I cannot approach coming after God by what space I have in my schedule I cannot approach coming after God based off of what time I have after I do everything I need to do I have to reprioritize my whole schedule and understand that everything else I was doing before I said yes to coming after God can be put on the cross and crucified to make
1: sure I can follow him unhindered
0: and he says if you don't understand praying is going to demand you to sacrifice sometimes you cannot come after me if you don't understand serving in church is going to demand you to sacrifice I'm talking about stuff you want to do that you put to the cross if you think every plan is justified because you planned it before I called you you cannot
1: you cannot there's times you have to put stuff on the cross He didn't say,
0: I know you want to be, but you can't. It disqualifies you. You understand? No, don't disqualify me because I still love God. I still praise God. Well, you're going to have to take it up with the Lord who said it. All I can do is tell you. Amen. If there's somebody here that loves truth, I dare you to praise God right now. Come on. If there's somebody that actually loves truth, man. Now, if, if, I'm, if I'm preaching my own word, throw tomatoes at me. If I'm preaching my own ideas, don't listen to me. But if that is the word of God. Amen. If it's the word of God, don't get mad at me. Thank God that somebody revealed it to you. Luke 14, verse 31, watch this. He's still talking about discipleship. I'm, I'm helping you understand what his conditions are. He said, I know you're behind me, but there's some demands and there's some conditions. Amen. He says, or what king, watch this, going to make war against another king. He secondly equates being a disciple to making war. He equates being a disciple to what? Not entering a war, not being a part of a war, but one who makes war. To not, see, we can't, to be behind Jesus, to actually follow Jesus, we have to be willing to make war. Everybody say make war. Do you know what that means? That means make people mad. Oh, I I knew that wouldn't fly over well
1: either. If we're not committed enough to the truth to make people mad because we won't hold back from telling people the truth, we cannot. No, 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 no. If we're walking around saying, I know they're wrong,
0: but I didn't say nothing. I know they ain't really there, but I didn't say nothing. I'm just going to make sure I do right by me. God is looking at us, if that's our mentality, and saying, We are disqualified because we're not willing to make war because we
1: know if we tell them the truth, they'll be mad. We are war makers. We ruffle feathers. We call out compromise. Did y'all hear? When is the last time? We just want to post stuff
0: that the sinner and the saint likes. We just want to be neutral because we want thumbs up and hearts. When is the last time we posted something that actually made
1: somebody mad? And then after being neutral, we want to give God the glory for it. Where are the war makers?
0: Run from my post. I, I never thought I'd see the day where my own saints run from my post because we want to have peace. I'm going to talk about that in a minute too. We'd rather have peace. But if you want peace in the midst of this war, you cannot be a disciple. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all quiet. Now listen, I'm going to tell you, I wasn't going to preach this morning. Amen? I wasn't going to preach, but the Lord made it so where I end up preaching. I sat in my office at 9 o'clock. Grab my cup of coffee and this is the word of the Lord that he gave me. I'm trying to tell you right now, but I promise you, I didn't even plan to preach today. I said, look, I'm to preach twice. Hey, I ain't preaching this morning. I'm calling everybody like, can you preach? Can you preach? Everybody said, no, no, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. I said, I'm having a meeting after
1: service today. Y'all going to learn how to have something. <laughs> ain't nobody got nothing. I'm like, man, you ain't got nothing. You ain't got a piece of something.
0: God I'll do better I just came out not to preach last night I'm calling for folks looking like nah hallelujah I'd have been in war for three days hallelujah come on somebody look a 15 minute sermon it ain't even gotta be a word
1: just give a sermon <laughs>
0: Mark, but this is what and, and that's what I had to come to the conclusion of. This is the word of the Lord. This is what we need because we have to enter into our name revival. And if we're going to enter into revival, there's certain things we have to understand that are keeping us from revival because the enemy has tried to rewire us and he's tried to redefine what it means to have a family, what it means to follow Jesus. And now they're telling us that you you do so much ministry that some people are choosing ministry over their family and all these other things and we're not seeing the lie in it. We're not seeing the trick in it. We're not seeing the... uh, uh, We're treating that with more power. We're following that more than Luke 14. We're actually living under that word more than God's word.
1: Who said if you don't hate your mother, your sister, your brother, and your children. If I tell you to do something. We would rather live under a word by somebody who did not write the Bible. Than live under the word of God. And God said I break that deceptive python snake spirit. The Lord hath need of you.
0: We don't have time for disciples who get mad when we have to do something unannounced. We can be behind him. But we cannot follow him because Jesus made war. We cannot follow somebody who makes war. And we refuse to. All you have to do is follow Jesus. We all talk about how wonderful he is. But every time he preached, somebody wanted to stone him every time he preached somebody wanted to hang him somebody wanted to call him false somebody wanted to call him buzzer somebody wanted to say he had a demon in him there was never a time that he ministered and did not make war and we're trying to figure out how to put Christian on a post that everybody likes instead of make war And we're proud of our posts because I've got 200 likes while the other one only got 50. And the reason why, see, you don't know how to put out posts that
1: everybody likes. No, because I'm making war. I'm not after likes. Amen. Luke chapter 14, verse number 31. Watch
0: this. He's still equating the disciple now. He's talking about the disciple. Amen. Some of you have been out of pocket with the Lord. Some of you have been out of pocket with the Lord. Can I help you understand that? There is going to come a time in this church where I ain't preaching on Sunday and I come to the pew and say, I need you to preach. And business flows as usual you are in pocket and when you're in pocket you have a word because you have a relationship with him who is the word a word ain't a mouth words are always speaking we should be hearing God do y'all get what I'm saying what's put you in a position where you're not hearing God Is trying to disqualify you from discipleship. Disciple means where he is, I am. If I'm your disciple, Rodney, start walking. You can walk anywhere you want to walk because I'm following you. Just walk. I'm your disciple. So if you end up here, I end up here. Amen. If you cast out devils, I cast out devils. Come on, if you're already always doing the Father's business, I'm always doing the Father's business. If the zeal of the Father's house consume you, it consumes me. Come on, glory be to God. If if, if I now, every time you preach, amen, if they call the master of the house Beelzebub what are they going to call his servants?
1: Blessed are they when men hate you, revile you, speak all manner of evil against you for my name'sake. For so did they, the false prophets. Everywhere you go, I wind up because I am faithful. Following you. If what happened
0: to Jesus is not happening to us, then we're not following Jesus. But if we can follow him in the persecution, we can follow him in the power. If we can follow him in the persecution, we can follow him in the promise. If we can follow him in the
1: persecution, we can follow him in the blessing. We're not being blessed because we're not following. Peter? Said to Jesus, what are we going to get? We done left our homes. We done left our livelihoods. We done left everything we know. What
0: are we going to get for it? Jesus said, I tell you the truth. You're going to get a hundredfold in this life. In houses. In in land. and, And in resource. But this is the key. With persecution." See, our problem is we're trying to get the first part without the last part. We don't, we don't want to make war, but we want to have the promise. But it's with persecution. If ain't no persecution in your life, there are certain promises that we are disqualified from. You can't get that without persecution. Amen? I'm praying for who wants to start something. Who's going to throw something out about Halloween? I'm just waiting for somebody to throw something out about Halloween to start something. Because we have new members that actually will dress their children in costumes and open them up to demonic influence. Because they don't understand that Halloween is a pagan tradition. But we're trying to
1: figure out what can I post to get the most likes instead of making war to free some folk that need to be freed and shut down Demons.
0: Did y'all hear what I just said? Who's going to start something? Who's going to make war? Who's going to make some war? Because the moment you throw out something about Halloween, it ain't going to be worldly folk that begin. The same folk that liked all your pictures, liked you eating, liked you vacation. They're going to be the same ones. telling. But nobody wants to make war. And so we'll have people in our own church. We have to make war again. We got our children dressing up as Little Mermaid. Well, look, it's okay. We ain't going to call it Halloween. We're going to call it Hallelujah Night. No, you're still celebrating Halloween. The trick is on you. You can't dress your child up as Moses. You can't and get away with it. You can't dress, I'm going to dress mine up like an angel. You can't dress because we're forbidden from worshiping angels. We're not called to be in the image
1: of Moses. We're called to be in the image of Jesus. And no man has seen God at any time so we don't dress like nothing but who God made us.
0: That is a pagan holiday. That is the highest
1: time for those who worship Satan. There is a baby that's sacrificed on Halloween somewhere. It is an open door to release a demonic force at the end of the year to shut down Christmas and make it Xmas. Where we. We ain't even calling it Christmas no more.
0: Where are the war makers? Where are the war makers? If I can get you to embrace Halloween, I can get you to make Christmas pagan too. Where you think it's more about what you purchase than celebrating the fact that a king was born into the world there was a virgin who carried a baby. Did y'all hear what I just said? See, I don't know if that hits you like that hits me. There was a virgin. There was a woman who was never touched by a man who didn't have a seed of a man who got pregnant because she got in such a glory of God. The glory of God came on her so much that she left with something in her womb. Christmas is about celebrating the fact that we can
1: get in a glory. Y'all ain't hearing me. That causes something to be be birthed on the inside of us. Don't you forget that. That's Christmas. It celebrates the fact that a son was born in a manger and he's made my belly his manger. There's a son that was born. Halloween hijacks Christmas.
0: There's spirits that are released during Halloween to demean, defile, and destroy Christmas. And people come out of the year in the red. They enter the new year bowering, not lending. Who's making war? And who's saying, I ain't going to say nothing? Even though my, co- my co-worker is already showing me Halloween's of, uh, Halloween costumes for their children of fairies. And she's going to leave with a marine spirit and come out of Halloween with a sexual spirit. <laughs> that dressing up in those costumes, the reason why they dressed up as demons is because it attracts demons. In other words, you dress up in Halloween costumes because it's a time to invite Demons into, and so now we look like them, so we can fellowship with them. There is a real Dracula spirit. There's folks that like to really drink blood because they have a spirit, a demon. Somebody shout, Make war. Make war. We can't just sit up and hide in our, and act like that's not happening. Who's going to make the difference? Well, it ain't on me. Well, you can't be his disciple. Luke 14, verse 31. Watch this. Or what king going to make war against another king? Sitteth not down first and consulteth whether he be able, watch this, with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. To be his disciple, we'll have to make war with something we'll always be outnumbered in. This is why a lot of people don't like to make war because we'll always be outnumbered. We'll make war against lukewarm Christianity, but there'll always be more lukewarm saints than there are saints on fire. We must make war with perversion, but there will always be more saints in perversion than there will be saints walking in purity. We will have to make war against worldliness, but there will always be more worldly saints than there are saints who have come out from among them. And God
1: says, are you willing to make war when you will always be outnumbered?
0: And our problem is we look at how many people are a certain way and say, forget it, I ain't going to say nothing. Because we're outnumbered. And God says, if that be the case, you cannot. No, I don't care how much you want to. I don't care how much you say my name. I don't care how many blessings you got in my name. You cannot be my disciple. We must fight a war. We'll always be outnumbered in. Amen. The good news is, is let God be the truth. Y'all hear me, and every man a liar, though a thousand fall by my side and ten thousand by my right hand,
1: it shall not draw nigh unto me. If God be for me, who can be against me? You and me must recognize, although we're outnumbered naturally, we have more that are with us spiritually.
0: But we have to get in the spirit to benefit. If you don't make war, you can't have the benefits of being in the war. We're not seeing God move because we ain't fighting nothing. Weapons are for people who are making war. Hallelujah. Watch this. Luke 14 and 32. He says, look here. You have to be willing to make war, Luke fourteen thirty-two, or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot what. Jesus says, if you don't count the cost, instead of making war, we'll make peace we'll make peace with what we're supposed to be making war with. We'll start making friends with what we're supposed to fight. When we start making friends with what we're supposed to fight, we'll begin to think making friends is making disciples. There's so many saints that are proud that they, ha- they are friends with sinners. See, they'll talk to me. See, they, respond. they don't like church people, but they'll talk to me. They'll be around me. They'll listen to me. Well, good job. You've made a friend. But there is no reward for making a sinner your friend. If it stops there, then there's no reward. You're called to make disciples. And you think you've done your Christian duty because you've made a friend. But that is what happens when we refuse to make war what happens. We have a bunch of people that have more friends that are unsaved and I ain't going to say nothing because they're going to be mad and they ain't going to want my friendship no more. It might mess up our friendship. So I ain't going to say nothing. Amen. But then now you're allowing, you know where they're going. You know the condemnation they're under. You know why they fight with what they fight with. And I'll take more pride into helping them solve their problems than solve the source of their problems. Sin. A lack of relationship with God. We cannot make disciples without making people mad. Do y'all understand if the truth be told... Probably at least 90% of you in here I've made mad. Y'all been mad at me. (laughs) Yeah, you go ahead and laugh. You've been mad at me and I thank God for it. I thank God for you being mad at me. I had to make war for some stuff that you, that would, would have kept you from being who you need to be in God. It's all good. It's all good. I ain't going to stop. I'll be back this time next week (laughs) to do it again because it's necessary. It's hard to get people to come to Jesus when we are yet to return to Jesus. We're trying to get people to come to a Jesus we haven't returned to yet. That's why people ain't passionate about getting people to come to Jesus because we ain't returned to Jesus. There should be a passion every day to tell somebody about Jesus, to pray with somebody. To try to lead somebody through the prayer confession. And so what we'll do is in our carnal mind, we'll make up all the things. I'm going to lead them through the prayer confession. They're just going to go right back to it. I ain't going to cast out demons because they just going to have the demons come back. God didn't tell you to do all that. He just told you to go make disciples, cast out demons, lay your hands on the sick and let them. You just do your part. One man plant, another man water. Let God get the increase.
1: Maybe you're just the planter. Maybe you're just the waterer. It's not up to you to do the whole thing. Just do your part. Our problem is we think we're supposed to do the whole thing because we have not been discipled enough and concentrated on the word enough to value the truth over our own reason.
0: Sometimes God has to put the anointing in a package you don't agree with so me and you will stop bowing to our opinion. I don't agree with that, but God is moving through it. And God said, the reason why I'm moving through what what you don't agree with is because I want you to understand the value of your opinion concerning the
1: truth of my word.
0: Sometimes we value our opinion too much. No, I'm going to cast out demons. If there's a demon in front of me, it's going. If there's somebody that needs to be healed, they're being healed. If somebody wants to confess Christ, I'm going to confess. Well, I don't know if they're going to even have a church to go to. That's not my job. I'm going to plant. If I plant, God will send somebody to water. And God said, I'll do the increase. We just have to do our part. Amen. Some people don't like revival because their own reasons. Then people are going to get saved and they're going to stay bound and they're going to do this. And you know, you know what they're going to do. They need to find a good church. They ain't got, you should hear all the reasons that we give when we don't want to be disciples. amen that's up to God we just do our part we just do our part my brothers and sisters on this morning the Lord's hand is stretched out and he's saying are you willing to say yes to the requirements of being a disciple we have a choice We can say yes or we can make up our own requirements and cross our fingers and hope God will agree with how we twisted his word. Or we can take his word for what it is. We can take his word for what it is and we can shift like we need to shift. There has to be a shift today. There should be a move of God in this house. There's too much power in this house. There's too much grace to deliver in this house and there's too much truth being preached in this house for you all as vessels of honor not to be moving your circles of influence wherever you go for the kingdom of God. We should be more excited about seeing somebody get saved than closing on a new house. Our... our, our, We should be more excited about seeing somebody get delivered than entering into a six-figure income. Our values have been twisted. We'll get new things and want to serve them instead of God. God yet must be served. And he sits there and scratches his head and says, see, that's why I took so long to give it to him to begin with. I already knew what they was going to do as soon as they got it. God still must be served. We still must be disciples. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to do an altar call. I just want to pray as a church. I believe this word is for me. Did you hear me? I'm not saying this word is for you. I believe this word is for, because I didn't plan on preaching today. And if you understand anything about preaching, you must be first partaker. I said, don't, don't you dare get up there and tell them people like you don't need to be in, in the repentant line. Don't you dare get up and tell those people like there's some stuff that you haven't drifted from that you need to get back to. We are disciples. We have been purchased. Our life does not belong to us. That belong to us. Everybody standing to your feet. Thank you, Lord. There's a holy stillness. That's in the room. Shana Dada Father, my prayer on today is that you would, in the way only you can do, minister to the hearts of us, your precious people, on today. Restore our position as disciples, where our heart has been hardened. Restore the pliability necessary. That we may prove your will in the earth. God, we want to see your kingdom come. we want to see your will be
1: done in the earth as it is in heaven
0: break us for you do whatever you need to do on the inside of us Do whatever you need to do on the inside of us. Give us grace to count the cost. Where you're at right now, I just need you to make an altar. Just make an altar. Come on, I I want you to understand that although God roars as a lion...
1: He's tender like a potter with clay.
0: Sometimes he has to roar so he can be tender. God, touch my heart for the kingdom of God. God, touch my heart for the things of God. Release the fire necessary remain focused on eternal things God we understand that we will not be here that long our days are coming and going give us grace to redeem the time for these days are evil Write Luke 14 on the tables of our heart And don't allow us to stray away from the truth that we heard. I thank you right now for a sobriety. Pour an oil of sobriety that flows from our head
1: down our skirt.
0: that we may serve you in the newness of spirit and not in the oldness of letter that we may serve you by desire and not obligation
1: let the next level start with us saying yes to being disciples Let the next level begin.
0: Let this week be a week of spiritual effectiveness like never before. Let there be a compassion
1: and a desire to see you revealed to people around us like never before. Let our hearts break for the many
0: that will perish. That we've lost such an unction that we don't even think about it no more. That we'd rather be their friends and see them perish than
1: make them mad and see them disciple.
0: Wake us up today. 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 today. Quicken us today. Touch us today. Don't allow us to forget this word today. Tie this word to our consciousness today. give us a heart for the harvest that we may be followers of you God we don't want to just be behind you and get blessings that fall to those behind you we want to be followers of you you need right in this moment he'll minister the yes in your heart he won't he won't demand you to do it while you still have a no in you he'll minister the yes and amen in you come on he'll he'll make you willing again where you have gotten hard and unwilling the spirit is willing the spirit of
1: god will move and minister God, we thank you. We bless you.
0: The Lord says, even now, I'm beginning to show you the cost again because you've lost sight of the cost. You've lost sight of the cost, but I'm reminding you in this moment. I'm even giving you some specifics in, in some instructions. And God says, I'm telling you right now that, that it will not be easy. And, that, and war is going to break out. But I've called you for such a time as this. It will not be pretty.
1: Some of it's going to hurt.
0: There's some relationships that'll never be the same.
1: But I need you to follow me.
0: You know the very next verse and i didn't read it in luke 14 you can put it up salt is good but if that salt have lost its savor he said if you won't make war if me and you won't make war with salt with no flavor We're no good to whatever god's trying to do my brothers and sisters it may sound cliche but you are the light of the world if it's not going to be dark it's going to be because of me and you you are the salt of the earth we're earth's only hope if not food Houses, money, and travel will put us to sleep until we're gone. Our days are passing.
1: Wake up. Do the will of God.
0: Father, we thank you. We bless you. And we give you the glory that it is so now. Can someone give God a tempered praise? Come on. Come
1: on, somebody give him a tempered praise. Just a tempered, just a tempered praise.
0: Now unto him who is able. To keep us from falling. Keep on playing. To present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God. Be glory, majesty, and honor. Both now and evermore. the people of God said amen amen and amen listen if, if God is still ministering to you or you're still ministering to God you are more than welcome to remain